Hello guys and welcome to the Fluent Ineke podcast. This is your host Mo and we're back with another podcast. How are you this fine Monday? How have you guys been? Please interact with me, honestly. Tell me how you guys have been doing. Today we're back with another podcast. I am here with one and the only... Oh, my... Um, Nalo. <laughs> well, okay, this is the first time I've ever been on a podcast. Mm-hmm. So yeah, don't mind if I'm a little edgy. Yeah. I'm Nalo, I'm a writer. I'm a literary enthusiast. I love art. I also commentate on politics. I'm a football fan. My new diehard fan. And yeah, I'm most friends, so I'm happy to be happy to be on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, so that is our guest today. I'm here with Paul Nalo. He is a blogger and as he's told you, a commentator, a football enthusiast, and many other things. So today we'll just be talking about what's been happening. We're going to basically just have a conversation about how the world is looking and in terms of politically and socially, we're mm-hmm. going to dissect a few of those things, yeah? Yeah, sure. Yeah, so you were talking about something before we started and I wanted you to pick up from there. Then okay. we can, you know, we can keep going, yeah. Uh, so as I mentioned, I'm, uh, I am a writer, uh, fairly new to the trade. Uh, but really good <laughs> i have to say like i'm not even we're not bluffing here you should check out his yeah. his blog please do yeah i actually launched my site earlier this week how was that like wow it was it was immense and also very weird for yeah. real because i was like whoa this is such a big deal like i was like what it this was... is such a big deal like for me even as a writer that's something i've always wanted to do it was but i feel like something was overdue because naturally if I like something, I don't like to have go halfway. Yeah. Yeah, I like to go all, all the way. So, uh, what's the name? You've not even told guys what's the name. Oh, <laughs> my blog is called uh, jaturanet.co.k. I think we'll get into what Jatura stands for yeah. in a few. But also, yeah, what was, uh, as I was saying, mm-hmm. uh, my journey into writing was a very interesting one. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Val may not know this, but she has a place in it. We actually have. Uh, what? He played a role in it. Let me tell you how. Mm-hmm. There was a day we were having a conversation, and you mentioned Biko. Mm-hmm. I've never read Biko. Never read Biko. You had never read Biko? Never. Mm-hmm. Not, not, not even once. Mm-hmm. So I, I got home, and I said, you know what? Let me, let me just check it out. Mm-hmm. And I, I read five stories in one night. And I was so intrigued, I was like, I've never seen this guy. I don't know him. But here he is. But we feel like friends. He's your friend! <laughs> He's, that's the thing with writing. This person is your friend. They're talking to you, yeah? You see? Yeah. So I, I was so intrigued, I was like, how how can I be that cool? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be that cool. Okay, give me at least like one, one blog of because that you just... You just think you're like wow. There, there are quite a number, uh-huh. but one memorable one was Green. Mm-hmm. Now, Biko is not a football fan. Mm-hmm. Like he says it clearly, he doesn't like football. He's he's never been a fanatic. He's never followed anything religiously. But that guy described a football match, and I was, I was no, I wanted to be him immediately. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. And after that, I just kept reading Biko. And I, then I visited your blog, Mwana mm. Inchi Kawaida. Which has now changed. It's no longer Mwana Inchi Kawaida, but it's yeah. gone. Mm-hmm. And uh, I felt like 
I can do this. Yeah. That's <laughs> so cool. You actually never told me this. So this is I such a nice you, revelation. I, I wanted to tell you on mm. your podcast. Wow. Yes. That's so I, cool. And mm. I feel like my writing journey is one of those things mm. I can never say that I am self-made or anything. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've just drawn inspiration from different people. Mm-hmm. That was the start. Mm-hmm. The second time I got a cue I could write was... Uh, there's this guy is called Alfred yeah he's mm-hmm. one of my mentors mm-hmm. and he was helping me work on my CV like he read it and he was like bro there's nobody hiring you with this straight <laughs> so shooter yeah, yeah. yeah so we were in his office and he told me look i need you to write a short profile of mm-hmm. who you are and what you do and what you think you are doesn't matter if it's the truth mm-hmm. but if it's what you want to be just write so i just scribbled away mm-hmm. uh two three paragraphs and he said you know what uh, i think you can write make sure you pursue it so i took it seriously because it's alfred because he's actually also a lecturer at usa mm. so i said okay if this guy sees something maybe it can be something why not yeah so i wrote the first story but at first it was like my little secret mm. so just write and shelve mm. or share with him mm. i wrote two three four then one day he says you Why are you writing these things and you're not sharing with mm. people? You're just sharing with me. Mm-hmm. And that's when I got out of my shell. I was really scared. So I shared and I was like, wow, so guys actually think I can write. Yeah. yeah. What do you mean guys think? I feel like I feel like that's the funny thing with you is yeah. because I always even from how you talk and how you engage, you can it's so easy to tell that you're a writer. Some even before you started writing someone would think that you you're just a writer you know like yeah. someone would actually think it before you yeah. started putting out work yeah. so it's so it's weird to hear that you hadn't seen it in yourself when other people had already seen it in you because yeah. you see even when we're having those debates and yeah. when we used to back in the day when we used to have those debates and talk about like things and you know keyboard warrior away yeah. you know <laughs> you could tell yeah. you could tell yeah yeah and it's one of those things i've written about it in a piece called here's to us mm-hmm. and i i say i quote the bible just as iron sharpens iron mm-hmm. sometimes we need other people mm-hmm. to see things in us that we do not see and uh for me i think it's been there i just needed someone to ignite mm-hmm. because i realized i really like words because i just like words yeah. i master song lyrics mm. so fast so easily you know it's so easy and, like do i right mm-hmm. there, there was this weekend where we, hi do we, 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 <laughs> we were having a, we were having a sit out with doya mm. and he's listening to music mm. and he's enjoying the beat and tell him did you leave? did you hear what he said mm. he's like no bro i've never heard those lyrics mm. you know and i've been listening to the song for like two weeks mm. and i just heard it for the first time and I can just get a grasp of words quickly. So for yeah. me also the wordplay impresses me. And for someone like Dre for him the thing that hits him is the beats. Yeah. He's now like he won't miss clearly, he won't miss a beat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. he's all yeah and, and that's what makes us so unique and so different. Yeah. So I'm also one of those people who like we are going I'm so annoying like I I know that for sure. Like we're going to be in the car and we are you know we are vibing to songs and I'm singing every song and every word and every lyric of every song exactly. and I'll know all the and then you're like okay, can we just Like just switch off the music and you sing. Like go along, yeah. sing. And then, and then now you want to decipher lyrics. No, he meant this. He yeah. meant this. So I think I've I've always had that sort of niche mm-hmm. in terms of 
a love for for words and, and literature yeah yeah and uh now I, I also have to talk about something as a jatura how did how did that how yeah how did honestly that come about because that's a very interesting name now okay everyone please make a, make an attempt to visit the site www.jaturanet.co.k in the about section there's a a small paragraph mm-hmm. prose that literally encapsulates all about my writing yeah and how it started and there's a place i mentioned i, I say my day-to-day experiences my desire to inform and in the memory of my late father yeah are what are my musings mm-hmm. now i was i was very very close with my dad mm-hmm. but naturally as a human in, in terms of my personality I'm, I'm very conservative. Uh, I barely, I barely share some of these things mm. out there. But writing gave me that space to do it in a third party or in a fictional way to speak about some of my personal issues. So uh, when I was younger, around age five to fifteen, every time we'd eat with my dad, he'd say, "Chema chema mote," you know, that's low for eat like you mean it and he'd say chema chema motegno jatura and i used to wonder what's jatura what, mm-hmm. what's this jatura mm-hmm. so he'd say eat like you mean it all the time mm-hmm. eat like you mean it jatura so one day he asked me do you know this jatura thing that i keep on calling mm-hmm. <laughs> and i say i don't know mm-hmm. so you mean you don't know where you're from so I asked him where am I from? <laughs> because me I just know you and mom. Mm. And you know as a kid you know Ushagukonyo is your estate. Yeah. You, that's, <laughs> that's where you always spend your time. So he explains to me to raise my clan. Mm. It uh, it mean it meant quite a lot to him because mm. they were the poorest clan mm. by the time he was being born and to see him have that narrative change in his lifetime mm. meant something to him. Yeah. And that's why he always insisted that our first language would be vernacular and we had to know where we are from and so in in a way trying oh, to that's so powerful oh my god <laughs> he always wanted us to to be rooted in to where we are from mm. because he believed in it so much mm. and he felt like you know what if i was born into the poorest clan and it can be something then in my generation we can propel it further and that's how then i decided to take the monica jatura one as a sense of identity mm. and two also to honor his legacy and to say you know what man maybe you're not here today mm. but uh see just you how, live on yeah you really do live forgotten. On. yeah so he was he was a really huge influence in my life mm-hmm. and uh it's usually it's something i've always wanted to do to find a way how do i integrate him into who i am but still be myself and so I felt the tag Jatura using it as my writing name, which is actually who I am, mm-hmm. it would be a good place to start. Oh, that's really... But well, let me talk about this. Mm. Your dad said, eat like you mean it. Yeah, he always said that. That's so crazy. Eat like you mean it. And, when I was young. And mm-hmm. there's a story I write uh, in, on his tribute, on, uh, mem- on his memorial on September 13th. Mm-hmm. I wrote about him. Mm-hmm. I shared it. Many people... There are some guys who read, uh, it's called Jatura, mm-hmm. and I say he chewed bones mm-hmm. like his mandibles were on steroids. Mm-hmm. My dad would chew, mm-hmm. 
mpaka mnaongeza volume ya TV cuz it's so uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah, I get it. He used to eat so thunderously and I think it was just how he wanted to live his life. Yeah. He went 100% on everything. Mm-hmm. You know. That's so that's so amazing. Yeah, there's also a, there's also somewhere I write I say he even he supported people financially even when his hands were tied and there were things i saw mm-hmm. sometimes some of my siblings would go without pocket money mm-hmm. they would go with, they would go without cash in their pockets but he's out there helping people mm-hmm. and uh, that's why i drew a lot of inspiration from him because i felt like if he he wanted to come through for you mm-hmm. he will and that's why he insists on eating like you mean it like and basically just live life like you actually mean it. Yeah. Like don't just live, don't just be moved by anything. Eat life like you mean it. Live life like you and that's so so important. Yeah. It's applicable everywhere. Just live life like you actually mean it. Yeah. Which is very important. Yeah. So I'm glad that you shared what Jatria means because I was one of those people who was curious as well. Mm-hmm. Um just because of the first of all I thought it was like a combination of names because of how you you've put it the capital J mm-hmm. and it has a capital Yeah, yeah. yeah. T as yeah. well. Just because of, there are two different meanings, yeah? Yeah. And this this, uh, this is actually me saying I'm mad at you mm. and also mad at listeners. Please make sure you read my stuff because yeah. I, ex- I explain a lot of these things there. Because yeah. uh, like Jatura, as you said, how I spell it, yeah? mm-hmm. it starts with a capital J, then small A, mm-hmm. then Tura. Mm-hmm. Now, J-A, the Ja, is a prefix. In Luo, it means man of or someone from. Mm. You see. Can I ask a very ignorant question? Just go ahead. There's no ignorant question. <laughs> <laughs> it's a question. <laughs> Is that like how Jaber works? Yes. Oh, for real? Yeah. So okay, it means okay, okay. <laughs> bear is goodness, yeah? Oh, okay. Yeah, goodness or loveliness or mm-hmm. anything nice. Mm-hmm. So Jai is a beholder of that. Oh, a beholder. Yeah, oh. you could use a beholder or possessor or someone from. Oh. You see. Depends on the context. Oh wait, I'm I'm so enlightened. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually really enlightened, and I'm so glad you've talked about it. Mm. Well, this was really nice. I feel like that was such a refreshing start to this. Exactly. The fact that you've talked about it anyway, mm. I I'm so proud of who you are, and yes. I'm so happy that your dad made all that happen. Yeah. I'm really really happy about that. Yeah, the only the only person who is like, so you're a writer, okay, mm. is my mom. Because mm. <laughs> she still doesn't understand how people mm. <laughs> write mm. as a career or as a profession. Profession, yeah. yeah. But I would, I, you know, that the one thing that I'm always saying is that as much as which we actually had it too, mm. as much as we have so many like intergenerational differences with our parents and them not understanding these creative outlets that we want and need, mm. is I do understand them. Mm. You know, it's very hard to approach someone from what they've thought and believed forever, mm-hmm. and then telling them, you know what. I know teaching and being a doctor and being an engineer was a very, you know, a, a profession of pride. Yeah. But now I'm a YouTuber. You know, mm. it's very hard to uproot them from that and tell them, please understand. Uh, for me, I actually think it's a lot to ask. Yeah. The same way that it's a lot to ask of me mm. to not understand liberation is mm. that is exact same way that it's a lot to ask of kind of like our parents to understand some of these things but that only applies mm. to i guess like close knit like families and stuff like that maybe for me that i i have to say for me because i'm really speaking for myself i know that a lot of people find 
it's very difficult to agree with their parents when they don't understand some of the things mm-hmm. we do. But one thing that I'm always reminding myself is that they didn't know any better. They didn't know any other alternative mm. to pick from, you know. So also, also a challenge I feel that generation had mm. was uh, it wasn't okay to be many things at once. You look like you're confused. Exactly. You know, oh my god. Like oh my god. What what I feel from our generation mm-hmm. going forward, mm-hmm. it's it will be okay to be a multiplicity of things. Like yeah. it's fine. Yeah. I can be in the morning. I can be a doctor. In the evening, I'm singing karaoke. Yeah. You know, on weekends. And, and on weekdays, you have an OnlyFans account. Exactly. Yeah. It's okay to just be, to explore yourself. <laughs> Self, yeah. And that's something I don't think they had. Because they were so bound by what other people thought. Yeah. Because nowadays, you see, like, mm-hmm. LeBron James, yeah? Mm-hmm. He's probably one of the greatest basketball players of all time. Of all time. But he's a social activist, you know? Yeah. When he's not on the court, he's agitating for change or something yeah you see and it's fine is that you can exist as many things yeah. you can exist as because i remember when i was in high school actually i told i loved to sing if people if you were in high school you kind of know that you know mm-hmm. i loved to sing so i told my mom like i want to pursue this kidogo kidogo mm-hmm. whatever and my mom had this thing where she would just tell me ah uh, you know what valeria wait just finish school then we'll talk about it mm-hmm. i finished school she's like i ah, just go to driving mm-hmm. then we'll talk about mm-hmm. it then she's like just go to uni mm-hmm. then you 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 figure it out you'll yeah. figure it out because i had to be one thing i had to be a student yeah. i had to be a student of driving yeah. <laughs> i had to be a yeah. student of the university maliza ikwanza then you think about it and that was her way of just telling me like focus on one thing stop thinking that you know like mm-hmm. don't be all over the place and now as valera now the fact that i've broken all those limitations mm-hmm. i'm realizing that oh my god i'm so many things in this moment exactly. i am so many things and not even many things but i am the things that I want to be. And the one thing, I remember I was having like a, an identity crisis the other day and I called my friend Cindy and I was telling her, oh my God, like I was actually crying on the phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I realized that I wasn't actually feeling bad about what was happening in my life. Mm-hmm. I was feeling bad because of this whole idea of, oh, if you serve two masters, all of them are going to crash. Which is not true. Nobody so you, you yeah. think it's actually not true? I feel like that comes from a scarcity man- mindset. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're so abundant as human beings we barely scratch the surface mm-hmm. of what we can do on this world and uh, it's just about breaking limitations i'm not saying overwork uh, yourself because and... uh, too much business is also it's nonsense yeah but i'm saying if you feel like you're capable mm. or if you feel you can do more mm. you know there are sometimes in a day mm. like personally there's a day i set goals mm. like five goals mm. i achieve them by like 12 midday and then you feel like, okay, so I've achieved my goals, mm. but I can do more. You can do more. Why not? And there's this affirmation I want to share. So I follow this amazing Instagram person. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I will link her handle below. And she just put out this affirmation on a, on a paper. Mm-hmm. And it was saying, I can do hard things. And every time when I feel like I'm, I'm not getting to my limit, mm-hmm. and I'm saying limit in air quotes, I always remind myself that I can actually do hard things. Because there are times mm-hmm. when you've been put, you've, circumstances have forced you to do hard things and you did them without without even thinking twice exactly so i i like to remind myself every time like you can actually do hard things like you know how you said you've achieved your goals by midday Mm -hmm. you can continue and achieve more why not why not there's no harm in there's no harm in doing more
there's literally no just one be more you know yeah if you can be more just be more yeah and I, I don't feel like people should limit themselves mm. today i can wake up i'm a carpenter tomorrow i want to fix tvs tomorrow i want to start med school and the best part about that about doing all those things is now you get to discover like for me one thing i'm so grateful for with myself is i've always been so curious exactly. i remember i was actually applying to something and they're like what do you think is your quality well, like one of your strengths biggest strength is my curiosity and my 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 wanting for knowledge mm-hmm. so when i was 17 i know that i i was an assistant to a surveyor i was like oh my god mm-hmm. what if i become a surveyor then i realized I actually don't want to be a surveyor mm-hmm. so i've done so many things and i wrote them down and there were 12 things ever since i was 17 mm-hmm. that i've done and now i'm at a point where i know for sure i don't want to be an interior designer for sure exactly. i don't want to be a surveyor yeah. for sure i don't want to be a musician because yeah. i realized for me music is one of those things where i enjoy doing it so much mm-hmm. that the minute i bring in the monetary value i will hate it yeah <laughs> so I, I know with doing many things you kind of just you you know you know you grow to yeah, become yeah. who you want to be yeah so that's why i think it's important for people to actually do a lot it looks like you're doing the most because sometimes I've actually met people who are like, hey, you do the most, you mm-hmm. do them. But through that, I realized like, I actually don't like this. Or the, I people, don't... the people who are doing the most are the guys who wake up every day to burden themselves with things they don't like. Those are people who are doing the most. Those are the people who are uh, doing the most. You know what? Just put that on a quote and, <laughs> and start selling those frames. Because <laughs> honestly, most of the guys you you try to listen to who are passionate about stuff mm. it feels like light work to them that's extremely you understand it yeah. feels like light work to them if uh like personally i have a sister who really likes to cook for people i'm like hey, see your cousin anymore yeah. because me even washing plates maze <laughs> <laughs> but her she wants to cook for people she wants you to are cater. about to call bonnie and be like you see i'm being i'm being mistreated here yeah. <laughs> I want to call my mom and invoke the last born act and say they are mistreating me in this house. <laughs> you see? For heights. Mm-hmm. For your sister. She, it's nothing. She wants to cook for guys. Mm-hmm. She can cook multitask. She, she's cooking chapos, eggs, making tea and all that. Yeah. It fulfills her. And I feel human beings just need to find what they like to do and run with it. And run with it. Yeah. Complete, just, to the end. Just run with it. <laughs> just run. Maybe it may not be possible mm-hmm. because of circumstances sometimes. True. You need to make money and all that. Yeah. You, know, you might like bad watching and you don't pay your bills. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like those of us, you know how people are always making fun of like people who like sunsets and Snapchat. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I know people who they take photos of sunsets and it's paid them. Mm. It's not paying me. Yeah. <laughs> I, but I still do it anyway. Yeah. I still like my sunsets and I don't care if people make fun of those guys who Snapchat sunsets. Mm-hmm. I'm one of those. <laughs> yeah. So um, now that you're really talking about young people, I wanted us to now go into the... We are, we've talked about like small scale intergenerational differences which mm-hmm. is like career differences between your your parents and you and them not understanding like this creativity stuff mm-hmm. but now let's go and talk about what is actually happening right now mm-hmm. in the world yeah. and the intergenerational differences mm-hmm. that we are seeing now play in like the political landscape and this is a global mm-hmm. scale now mm-hmm. so like what is your take mm-hmm. on those differences how do you think they're panning out or how are they manifesting i think i'm disappointed and hopeful at the same time i'm disappointed because of those in people in leadership most of them especially people in the key areas people who are able to effect change there's a clear disconnect between how 
we relate uh, it feels they still feel like they are on a lofty perch and us we are as if our tax as if we don't pay taxes yeah yeah as if they are godsend like i was seeing a video of one of these uh, nigerian protests mm. and they go to I, i don't know if it was a minister or governor's mm. house and he says come back later <laughs> as though there's not an actual protest yeah come back later yeah. you're disturbing me in my house yeah. and they're like this is a state house we pay for this yeah this is a state house yeah and yeah. if we summon you you need to have time for us because we employ you yeah and there's that disconnect Connect, yeah. there's a certain dissonance in understanding who's who and who's at the top in terms of who's employing who mm-hmm. in, in in a country basically citizens are the employers but mm-hmm. in Africa for so long leaders have gotten the wrong impression yeah and uh, that's why i'm disappointed mm-hmm. why i'm hopeful is because uh, many young people nowadays are gaining an interest in politics regardless if it's their profession or anything yeah you know people used to think politics as in it's it's like what it's like any other profession you can wake up and have an interest into mm. and not have and you'll just be fine yeah people but you to... realize that it's actually your life yeah it really is your yeah. life the yeah the politics is your life mm. you see it decides why if you're working in current mm. you probably won't get mugged mm. and if you're working in an underclass area in Nairobi mm. you might as well get profiled for having dreadlocks yeah you understand it it it, it explains why if you have uh, dreadlocks mm. and you walk into a certain neighborhood it's considered creativity and mm. in a certain area it's a sign of crime yeah so i'm i'm happy that young people yes, world over uh, are starting to understand you know what we need to take the ropes our lives and uh even though we might not all sit in those influential positions we need to make noise there's a certain quote i, I read i really liked mm. uh it says uh, the purpose of a citizen is to have a big mouth that's just your job that's your job yeah. so just speak you just speak know. you may not make sense but at least it shows that you're there and you're engaged okay yeah so a lot of the a lot of the young activism is actually based online mm-hmm. and we've seen it translate now to the streets like for example in nigeria with what is happening there mm-hmm. and no but it's nothing new yeah. it's just african leaders behaving badly uh buhari to be precise yeah, yeah and please maze it's not it's, it's not nigeria is the biggest black population in africa Uh, you hurt them you hurt a lot of us a lot of us yeah, yeah that's so, for sure so anything that goes wrong there mm-hmm. will surely go wrong here yeah. that's for sure yeah and then also there's that whole um there's the whole aspect of uh, even our own other african leaders mm. using that as a mirror yeah, whatever benchmark. is happening is in nigeria mm. so now they're also bracing themselves mm. with if at all this is to happen anywhere else mm-hmm. and that's the worst so i think that's the most heartbreaking part mm. is that um now with what they are they're fighting against the the SARS mm-hmm. and they said that it had been it's it has now been disbanded, disbanded. and now they're replacing it with something else and even besides that they're still being seen on the streets mm-hmm. so it started with that but it has evolved into them now fighting actually for other political rights and mm-hmm. you know they're still on the streets for now even more things than what it began and that's the beauty of a revolution is that yeah. it evolves and it starts with something small then it becomes a whole big issue you know? yeah and yeah. it get and uh, it's so heartbreaking because 
we we almost saw the results like we really almost saw mm-hmm. what that can do mm-hmm. and then now it feels as though we are back to square one no, but what excites me is yeah you know there's uh, sometimes these things they don't turn immediately yeah yeah they just don't it's not like a switch you just switch and and things change but what i what i like is if the idea if the idea sticks into people's heads regardless of how long it will take yeah it will turn eventually you think so i know i know so that's it's, it's the same thing with it's like the race thing in us yeah mm-hmm. uh, there was a time like in the 60s they never thought a black guy could be president yeah you know that was but with guys Crazy like notion. King and Malcolm X, mm. they started making black people believe like they belong. So they planted Let me digress seed. just a little bit. Uh-huh. So Obama became president uh-huh. and there's something that I'm always confused mm-hmm. with his presidency. I'm glad that it informed representation mm-hmm. and that we're able to see what it, what it looks like when there's representation and a black president it, whatever, yada yada yada. Mm. But I also there's also this part of me that is like whenever there's one person whenever there's a form of representation mm-hmm. there's a lot of there's a lot of expectation yeah so do you think one black president could really change the trajectory of the u.s and racism and everything no 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 it hasn't in fact it's gotten worse it's, it's gotten worse in, in terms of in terms of and does that make him a bad president no, it's yeah. not up to him mm-hmm. it's not up to him my the point i'm trying to make is regardless of how bad you treat people as long as a certain idea has entered their head you can't erase it you know if a kid if let's say you keep on slapping a kid and he doesn't know that that's wrong in terms of abusing him but the moment he realizes that slapping me is wrong Mm. regardless if that child doesn't have somewhere to report that sticks in his head that you know what i'm aggrieved Mm. and maybe one day i'll get a chance to avenge Mm-hmm. You understand? Yeah. So it's 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 the same thing for for anybody who's going through something that's not right. When you open your eyes and realize it shouldn't be like this, it can be better. And that's the whole idea. The whole idea is to create an awareness. Mm-hmm. In that over time now, things will have no choice but to, to change. Things will have no choice but to change. Yeah. So checking from that example of me saying a one-off representation mm-hmm. with has a lot of expectation. There's a lot of expectation in that, okay, so we've been really wanting a young president. Mm-hmm. Nalo gets up there, he becomes president, mm-hmm. and everyone is like, okay, every single youth in this country needs a job, and every person, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, there's that thing where it's like, okay, are you going to do enough, mm-hmm. or are you going to again do nothing? Mm-hmm. And now I was asking myself, there are a few mm-hmm. young people who are representing us in places and in tables and whatever. Uh-huh. And there's this part of me that's like, they've eventually been integrated and dissolved into the yeah. messy system they've been but yeah. but can i really blame them now that's my confusion can i really blame them mm-hmm. because can one really can one you know one bad one being in a sack of maize you know that whole idea mm-hmm. there's that the whole one being in a sack of maize can that one young person really do a lot more you know you know one one of the analogies i really like mm-hmm. it's one used by farmers mm-hmm. now they, they say if you are planting maize you scatter a lot of seed, then only a few sprout. But even those few that sprout come with so many cobs. It's it's one of those analogies I like about life. That fine, we may make 
a great effort for many people to change you understand mm-hmm. but probably you only influence like one life at worst or at best 10 people mm-hmm. but the impact these 10 people can have mm-hmm. may just be exponential mm-hmm. so i think it's down to being fast and optimist that you can actually believe change can happen uh to it also it it's also down to just trying to play so my question was <laughs> mm-hmm. no before we continue now you were saying that i was asking this young person mm-hmm. is one mm-hmm. there's going to be a lot of expectation on them mm-hmm. to be the the change that the person that changes the the youth and whatever and whatever mm-hmm. but don't they eventually get dissolved mm-hmm. into the, the system, system. Mm-hmm. can we really blame them can you really blame them and there's that part of me that's like can i really blame this guy like this guy maybe they went in with with a lot of that need and that yearn for mm-hmm. change but then they ended up like many other people but can we really blame them like how how possible it is to to retain your integrity i i think that's like a, it's it's a two pronged question mm-hmm. because uh, systems exist yeah mm-hmm. but who props up systems people people yeah exactly so i think the tragedy of a citizen is uh one you want good things but you you don't pay the price something has to give right yeah. if you want a, a clean city mm-hmm. as a young person don't litter just from the start don't litter right yeah if you want a if you want a corrupt free society don't bribe understand mm. don't bribe but now that's the challenge of a citizen you want good things but this, the point of sacrificing that's not what everybody wants to do now back to your question yeah can we really blame this person yes and no okay yeah yes because we are supposed to keep him accountable yeah no because we failed to do so yeah understand yeah. so if someone is But but even keeping people accountable is never really assured. Mm-hmm. You know, try 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 babu, you know, mm-hmm. like how <laughs> how is it that this guy shot someone and he's still walking in the streets, he's still in rallies. Mm-hmm. And the other one of the other things that gets to me a lot even if it's we're talking about now is the fact that this whole covid pandemic has suddenly become a youth problem. Mm-hmm. Like the youth are spreading covid uh, like wildfire. Let's not even get there. That that thing stars me yani and yet the his friends <laughs> mm-hmm. the the ministry of the his call what what's his name the coolest cs in kenya i do not agree but yeah <laughs> the coolest cs in kenya his friends his buddies mm-hmm. he can kikiki with they are out here you know doing journalism and everything but the youth we are mm-hmm. the ones spreading covid we are the ones with the jerusalem challenge mm-hmm. we are the ones doing all these things and i'm like by the parliament how it. do you yeah exactly <laughs> how do you how do you hold someone accountable mm-hmm. and you you know for sure it won't even work you know it's, it's, you know that's one of the most heartbreaking things for me is mm-hmm. there's a time I was like fine i'm going to use my voice like you said mm-hmm. My work as a citizen is to what to be loud. Mm. I'm going to but then you 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 you're loud, you're loud, you're loud. You do what you think that you're doing within mm. your limits and your capacity. And it's still and even with another 1000 people, mm. it still doesn't do anything. Okay, can I can I ask you a question? Yeah. If today uh there was slavery in Kenya. Mm-hmm. And uh 40 million of Kenyans believe in slavery. 
and there is you who doesn't and you're told to vote yes to slavery or no to slavery what would you vote no no mm-hmm. did you vote because you knew your vote will make a change or because it's the right thing to do it's the right thing to do exactly so sometimes mm-hmm. we may never have an influence of things yeah. how things change immediately we may not even change the world sometimes a, a, a member of parliament will shoot someone and just to not go to jail exactly yeah but you don't do things the fact that that came out of my mouth <laughs> <laughs> is even it's so sad yeah you know mm. sometimes we just do things mm. because you know it's right and not because it may have an inf- to sit well with your conscience so that you go to sleep on a so- or a soft pillow and snore at night you yeah. know so maybe you may never effect change immediately but if you believe in something mm-hmm. you pursue it anyway right yeah yeah but I, i do have to say for me as well i'm very very proud of what young people all over the world are doing i'm very very proud like i feel so good calling myself like a young person in this generation mm-hmm. because there's so much that is going on in the world and you can really see the you can see the effects you can see the the work that is being put in you yes. can see people intentionally trying to get knowledge mm-hmm. and trying to learn more about situations in the world and i'm always so proud and sometimes even some of my friends the the some of my friends who so you know sometimes is that idea that oh you know people who study this are the ones who can yeah. sometimes my friends just hit me up and they're like can you like tell me more about i'm like yes uh, yeah. like yeah this is what's happening and i'm so happy that there's that curiosity uh-huh. because it means that you know knowledge has immense power as we all know yes so for me i just think like i just tell people to just keep learning keep mm. learning i know sometimes it doesn't matter how many tweets or retweets mm. or whatever you do mm. but then at the end of the day i also have to appreciate the people who actually go out to the streets saba saba was one of them yeah. i was yeah, what was oh her name again God. the lady in dreadlocks yeah I the lady i forgot wanjiru she was called wanjira wanjiru One, one of those. and so many of all the other yeah, people yeah. who were who who did what they could mm-hmm. and i was so happy i was like and wow. you felt challenged you wished you were there i wished i was there honestly yeah. i really did yeah. circumstances couldn't allow for me to be there mm-hmm. but i really wish i was there and yeah. i wish i was part of those people who were just affecting that change and doing that whatever they were doing on that day mm-hmm. so young people are really doing the most doing the most that doing the most <laughs> in the in the most beautiful way ever that really doing the most and i feel yeah. i feel like uh, asking for change for your life doesn't have to take doesn't have to take the prism of politics only mm-hmm. you can you can uh, you can include it in your niche in anything you do mm-hmm. if if you make cups you can make caps on equality or something just be creative you know yeah if, so creativity as yeah, well yeah creativity mm. it, it it doesn't have you don't have to know how to read a speech or wear a suit so that you can star people for change the yeah. smallest things mm, inspire yeah. people yeah, you know that's true in anything you do mm. just because i if i'm being honest mm. i've seen paintings i've seen sometimes i've even just seen paintings of women yeah. and i immediately felt so proud that i'm a woman exactly. like i was like wow look at this beauty like yeah. like what i'm actually a woman like i'm this you yeah. know you uh, like yeah, like chadwick yeah mm-hmm. uh, he passed on it was sad but anyway mm-hmm. the black panther it it was it wasn't meant to be at he an outright political movie yeah but it had a lot of political meaning to black people, people yet yeah. it was just a superhero movie yeah so in any occupation you could always pass a message that's and, true by finding your niche and wanting to say what you want to say about anything 
that's true. So, so I feel like people should stop feeling like they don't have agency because people usually feel like their hands are so tied without having in, really investigated the power dynamics in this uh, citizen and state relationship thing. Yeah, that's yeah. so true. Yeah. So everyone has a voice. It just depends on how you use it. Yeah. yeah. You really don't have to be... Uh, you know, an eloquent speaker. Nah. You don't have to have all this word salad going on. You really don't need any of that. You just need to be yourself, using whatever you have in the small, big, whatever amount of power that you have to do what you can. Mm-hmm. So, um, are we gonna call this a wrap? Yeah. Do you have anything else to add on to that? Yeah, I need to share my socials. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I my on Instagram. I'm Paul Nalo. Just small caps. Mm-hmm. You'll find me. Twitter the same. Facebook the same, and once again, my blog is at www.jaturanet.co.ke, and uh, please keep listening to Val, yeah. <laughs> from one fan to another fan, <laughs> and it's my first time on a podcast, so I'm really excited. Oh, this is so dope, <laughs> well, I'm so, so happy, and I'm so grateful that you came onto the podcast, because I feel like this conversation has not only, it has enlightened me a lot, and hopefully it will enlighten a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll keep talking about this. I mean, um, again, like I said, I'm really proud and happy of what the young people are doing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you always have these dilemmas in your head. Mm-hmm. Like what I just explained to you mm-hmm. is, do you think, like, is can one person really affect that much of a change? And mm-hmm. is it fair for us to expect them to do it, you know? Mm-hmm. But I'm glad that you've explained the whole accountability issue. Besides the point, um, my blog is actually coming back. Wow. But oh. with a twist, mm. I am back as Mwanamke Kawaida. Mwanamke Kawaida. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I have been keeping it under the lolo for a while, mm. but I am finally coming back. Um, Please writing. do. But I want to really, uh, there, was, there was this part of me that felt guilty mm. for wanting to write for women. Mm. And not necessarily like women just being my only audience, mm-hmm. but I wanted to write for women if you know what i mean like there's, i want to write there's no problem yeah and i was battling it a lot because i was thinking oh my god like i want to share you, you who know, I am in essence if you write for women you write for everybody yeah because they give life it's a wrap yeah. that, that's all we are closing the podcast <laughs> yeah. please come back again every single monday hopefully we can continue keeping this consistency going i am so happy guys and thank you so much for tuning in yet again see you Bye-bye. bye bye bye